This is why we have the best fans in the world. Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction and Harry Styles podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kara. And this is our 101st episode of Talk Direction, despite the fact that the document says 99th episode. <laughs> um, right now, if you can't already tell, based on the sounds outside... Good God. That is a big truck. Oh my gosh. Um, we're in Boston together, and it's freaking hot out. It's really hot, y'all. So the windows are open. We've turned off both the fans, but you can see, hear all the street noises below. Um, so it's just kind of like an authentic recording experience. vibe. Yeah, immerse yourself in the Boston life right now. Yeah, and um, turn off all AC and air conditioning. Yeah. With us the same thing, and fans. Yes. Bathe in the warmth with us. So yesterday, we went to Boston Pride, and this month, June, is Pride Month, and it was a lot of fun yesterday. Yeah, it's just like, it always like fills my heart with joy to see rainbows and just pride flags everywhere. Yeah, it was, it was really fun. We went and watched for a while. And so many dogs with little bandanas. God, best part of Pride. Yeah, it was, it was really fun. And then we've got food. Kara got a salad thing. And I got Panera. And then we came back and slept. For four hours? Well, I slept for four hours from... It was supposed to be just a, like... A, I told Caitlin I was going to take a little nap before we like recorded. And mm-hmm. I literally set my alarm for like half an hour, which is like not optimal nap time. You're supposed to set it for 20 minutes. But like, yeah, right. And then I slept from 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. <laughs> And I, like, read and then fell asleep for, like, an hour and a half. Then we woke up at nine and we're like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, it's literally dark outside. Like, what have we done? Yeah. And then we ate ice cream. Oh, we did a lot of videos. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. Because we have a Patreon, if you didn't know, which is Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, dot com, slash, talk, direction. And over there, we have tons of bonus content for you, including an extra half hour of every single episode. Recently, we've done a slow hands lyrical analysis, was actually open to everyone, even if you're not a Patreon supporter. Um, So go check that out. We also did a strip that down lyrical analysis um, recently and some other fun things. And this trip, we've been filling a ton of videos together. So we did like a summer tag, a best friend tag, um, we talked about a fun experience with a drunk guy in an Uber that we, uh... God, not fun. <laughs> a not fun experience. Um, and some other cool stuff. So definitely go over to our Patreon and check it out. We should have done a Twilight tag. Oh, uh, we... Uh, we're gonna have to do that. Yeah, we have to. <laughs> we watched Eclipse last night. Oh, we did a live stream, too. We did, yeah. We did a lot. We stayed up till 3 a.m. because of... We napped so much, so... We did a live stream, which was fun, because it was our first one together. Yeah. And people actually came. Even though it was twelve thirty at night, so and, shout out to everyone who came. Yeah, and we saved it, so it'll be up on our YouTube channel sometime. Yeah, and we also did a Q and A where you guys asked us questions, and that'll be available to everyone as well. Yep. Um. So there's lots of fun bonus. Wow, content. we did a lot. I thought we didn't do much this weekend, we but we literally we, we did, did a lot for talk traction, and we did a new 
talk direction down low, which was the strip that down one. Yeah. Um, so we did a lot, and now we're recording a full episode. So we are pretty on top of it. Um, make sure you go check that all out. Because it's fun, and also your support is lovely. Mm-hmm. We also wanted to wish a happy birthday to three of our listeners. So this is what happened. A really long time ago, we got a message, maybe on Tumblr, maybe somewhere else. Maybe on Instagram. Like there's, It could have been Instagram. A, an it email. It could have been somewhere. And the person said to me, like, my birthday is like, I feel like it was like June 6th or June 10th or something like that, early June. And they wanted a birthday shout out. So this shout out is to that person. An unnamed. Unnamed listener soul. You are wonderful. Come and tell us what your name. If you yeah, still if you're listen. still here, happy birthday! Happy birthday! We would love to give you a proper shout out. Um, I need to start a diary to write down all of our listeners' birthdays. If honestly, if we've skipped you and we've done you in the past, it's not because we don't love you or because we, I don't know. It's just because we didn't realize it was your birthday, yeah. and we're kind of a mess. That's accurate. Yeah. <laughs> we need to get, like, a Google Doc. Maybe we'll make oh, a Google yeah, Doc. Yeah, that's Everyone can put their birthday in, and then we'll make sure we have yeah. no misses of birthdays. Yeah. good idea. Um, so today I'm giving a shout-out to three other people that I know have birthdays in June, um, but there's probably more June birthdays, so let us know if we missed out on you or if you're the unnamed person. Perhaps the person who did write in to us is one of these three people. We're not really sure. The only thing we know is that it's these three people's birthday. The first one being Samantha, who turned 13 early the June. big one three. The big one three. You are a teenager now. That is very exciting. How does it feel? Very cool. You, I feel like you're one of our younger listeners. Yeah. She's been around for a, a long time. Yeah. So shout out to you. Thank shout you. out to Happy Samantha. Happy birthday. I hope it was good. And, yeah, I hope you had a good birthday. I feel like your birthday's early June. Well, I know it is, because I looked it up yesterday. <laughs> um, but, like, perhaps you were the one who had an early birthday June thing. So let us know if it was you. Um, if not, happy birthday anyway. The next person is Gracie, whose birthday is at the end of June. And Gracie has a Twitter and Tumblr, which is Nail Art by Gracie. Or Instagram. Or Instagram, that's what I meant. Um, and she does a whole bunch of cool nail art. And she was at the live stream yesterday, yeah. so shout out to you. Yeah, and that's why I had known, that's why I was talking about, I had just seen some of her art, because I was just on her Instagram, because I knew it was her birthday, and I was, or on her Twitter, checking to make sure when her birthday was. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, happy birthday, Gracie. Hopefully your birthday will be amazing at the end of June, and you have a good day. And the last person whose birthday is actually today is Luca. And we wanted to wish a happy birthday to Luca as well. Happy birthday. I hope happy it's great. Happy birthday. Have You're a wonderful gonna day. You're probably going to hear this late, but yeah, <laughs> it's okay. We're, we're sending you the vibes. Yes. So anyone else who had a birthday in June? Happy birthday. Happy birthday. And let us know when your birthday is. Remind me to make a Google Doc so that I can remember everyone's birthday. And it'll be all good. Okay. Moving on to our Back to You segment. We have two things today. 
The first one comes from Marina, who said, Hi guys, I wanted to give my opinion on the title of Harry's songs and what they mean. Specifically on From the Dining Table. It gives me these insane Castle on the Hill vibes, like a nostalgia about his childhood and a reflection about his growth. That's all. Thanks for reading. Sticky tongue squinchy out emoji. <laughs> um, so, I totally see the Castle on the Hill vibes with from the dining table. Like, it is kind of nostalgic. Yeah. And, like, Harry's album in general, well, I wouldn't say the main theme is nostalgia. There is nostalgia. Like, I think of Sweet Creature. Yes. And from the dining table. There is. It's more of, like, a sad nostalgia than, like, maybe Made in the AM was more like a time-passing nostalgia. I, I feel like nostalgia is always tinged with sadness because it's like, yeah. you're never going to get that back. But, yeah, yeah it's m- definitely more sad. It was it's also, like part of, like, a broken-up relationship rather yeah, than, Yeah, not like, like a childhood. Rather than, like, moving on. Like, yeah. Made in the AM was very, like, we're moving on and we can't really control it and yeah. we still love each other. Yeah, but it's true. We're going different ways. And also, like, from the dining table, I know that, like, it, it got its name because they wrote all the songs from the di- like at the dining table in Br- no in Jamaica, mm-hmm. but also it has like the vibes of like from the dining table like when you were a kid mm-hmm. and like with your family. Yeah. Even though that, that's not what the song's about, but it's also about like kind of I feel like I don't know whenever you're like kind of having an existential crisis, you always go back to your childhood and like have that kind of mm-hmm. in your mind still. So. Yeah, I'm driving home later today, and I just kept getting, getting like, feelings of home, home, like, just because I've been in Boston for a couple days. Yeah. And, like, I, it's the same feeling I had when I was at school, and then I would drive home, like, for some reason, just, like, getting in my car and, like, putting in home into the GPS and, like, I don't know, the whole, like, process of that is really soothing. Yeah, also, know. like, when your iPhone, like, tells you, like, oh, it takes, like, two hours and 30 minutes to get to go back home or something, mm-hmm. that, like, for some reason, like, makes me so happy. I know, it's so weird. Even though now it has Boston as my home, which I feel like is mostly my home because that's where I am, but, yeah, it feels kind of weird. Weird. All right, now we're going to play Amanda's voicemail. Um, Amanda is one of our lovely listeners, and this is actually a bonus feature on Patreon where you can send us a clip of you talking and you'll end up on the show. We've done this a couple times in the past. It's been really awesome because you guys have amazing commentary and it's an easy way rather than just like typing out an email to like say your opinions and start a conversation. So we're going to play Amanda's now and then talk about it. Hey, so this is Amanda, and this is probably the scariest thing that I've ever done. So, I don't really know how to start this topic or, like, what to call it, but I feel like this is kind of an older thing usually, but it's also something I know I personally still deal with sometimes, and I've seen going on recently just kind of based on what's going on in, like, the One Direction world, I guess. So I know back in 2012 and, like, 2011, there'd be, like, fighting between fandoms and, like, this fandom is better or you can't like this person and this person because they're the same genre and the same age. So, like, you like one and you hate the other or, like, sometimes you could like both but you had to, like, really love one and, like, never speak about the other. And it was always, like... I would just be torn because I would always be in, like, all the main fandoms that were, like, fighting. I feel like especially it was, like, Believers and Directioners. It was, like, you can't like them both. And it was, like, you liked Justin, but then One Direction was there, so you stopped liking Justin to like One Direction or something like that. And I'm just, like, 
that's not logical, but okay then. And even though fighting in that sense has stopped, there's still, like, the stand Twitter. How they have, like, the uh, hashtag, this person ended party, or how, like, some people are, like, a snake, or you just can't like some people. It's just so, like, weird to me. I can't even think of a word. Illogical? Is that a word? I'm gonna make it a word. And, like, I know personally, I find it, like, really difficult to make friends in, like, specific fandoms I'm in. Because everyone seems to be, like, if this person isn't your icon and your at, then, like, we can't be friends. And it's, like, okay, well, what if you stand, like, 20 people, like I do, and then, like, are you supposed to have 20 accounts? Like, is everyone supposed to suddenly have, like, a One Direction account, and a Harry account, and a Louie account, and a Liam account, and a Niall, and a Zayn, and it's, like... That It's just, like, crazy. I was in, like, a little group chat for, like, people who were trying to get tickets for my Harry show. And there was someone who was, like, I didn't get a ticket, but someone with Camila as their icon got a ticket. And they were saying it in a way of, like, that isn't good. Or, like, the person who likes Camila didn't deserve a ticket because she's not a Harry account. I like how I said she and I assumed it was a girl that wasn't even specified but even that how people just assume that if it's not a face it's a girl because apparently only girls are on stand twitter but that's not true so that's me um being a product of things I've been taught and told especially being in the south where fandoms don't even exist so yeah that's kind of a lot and this is a really long little voicemail thing but hopefully this all makes sense and is actually a topic that can be spoken about. I don't know. I have a lot of thoughts on it, but I have a lot of thoughts on pretty much everything. So yeah, see you on Twitter. Okay, so to sum up what Amanda was talking about, because we actually don't have technology where we can just like play it and listen. So I just like take notes on what Amanda says and then insert the clip later. So for us, it's been zero time since I started talking. You never like when I do that. What? I think it's great. I uh, have to be real with you guys, you know? So what Amanda said was fighting between fandoms, not being able to like two fandoms, being torn between fandoms. She said the believers versus, versus directioners and like how that wasn't really logical that you can't be in two fandoms. Like why is there this like, fighting between fandoms i guess yeah what do you think i don't know i feel like i'm not really a part of that twitter so i don't know like all the ins and outs of like that kind of stan of twitter because i'm just kind of like over here doing my own thing mm-hmm. i don't really have like a f- stan account i guess like talk direction but that's just like that's different i think because it's not a personal account it's like you know an account for a podcast but i feel like a lot of people like what they like <laughs> like that's just like my entire life's motto is just like let people like what they like if it's not hurting you and if it's not bad then like it's chill and like I don't know I feel like why wouldn't you want to like a lot of different things and just you know bond with people over many different things yeah I agree I'm again I'm not really part of the like I don't follow a lot of people who do what Amanda said about like hating on each other for like being in two different fandoms or three different fandoms or whatever it is um But, like, obviously I know that's out there. Um, And, like, just in general, stan Twitter, as what Amanda called it, which to define stan, it's like being a fan of someone, just, like, hardcore fan. Yeah, super fan. Um, 
she was saying that, like, and this is stuff we do see and things we have talked about. Like, you know, there's always, like, the hashtag, this person ended. Like, if someone messes up or does something stupid, mm. they'll be like, oh, this person's over party or whatever. And usually it's talking about a famous person, which I think is just stupid. I don't like that. I don't like putting that negativity um, into the world. And, like, it can be mean um, to the actual person. Even if they're famous, it doesn't mean they don't have feelings. Um, and then another one she talked about was the snake emoji being used or, like, saying so-and-so's a snake. That's usually misogynistic, too. Yeah, very misogynistic. We see it towards a lot of the women who have been in relationships with members of One Direction. Yeah. Um, and it's really gross and it really makes me upset and I'll go and, like, report all those people when I see them. Um, I, it, it really gets down into, like, mob mentality and stuff. Mm. Um, where just, like, as more and more people do it, you find it acceptable and you sort of get swept away in this, like, idea of, like, um, like, I don't think you realize that there's people seeing these or, like, that this is actually wrong and you just kind of get carried away in your own, like, Mm. kind of cultish ideas of things. Um, and it can be really dangerous and scary and harmful. Yeah, and I, I would say, like, if you're, like, following those kind of people, like, on Twitter and you, like aren't vibing with that, I would just, like, unfollow them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, on Twitter, it's just so easy because it's not, like, a... Unless they're a real-life friend, but, like, if they're not a real-life friend, you can just unfollow and it'll be, like, it'll be chill. Yeah, I find it so interesting because there was, like, I was... I've been following people on Instagram where every time I see a post, I kind of just, like, feel a little bit negative or a little bit annoyed at them for whatever reason. And then, like, you just unfollow them. Yeah. And then it doesn't happen anymore. And then you literally don't remember that you even were following yeah. them ever because it's just... It's yeah. just not there. Yeah. So get rid of those people in your feed. I think that's a good way to deal with that. Yeah. And you can mute people if you don't want to unfollow them on Insta- on Twitter. Yeah. Um, and then one of the last points that Amanda made that I thought was really interesting was that she always assumed it's a girl behind a stand Twitter. Um, which I think has many layers of, like, gender roles. And she was, like, calling herself out, which I thought was awesome. Mm. Um... And, like, I think the first thing is that when we assume it's girls on Stan Twitter and it's, like, negativity going around, like, young girls get this bad rap for being, like, catty and, like, mean to each other and, like, immature and stupid and all that type of stuff. Um, and then also it, like, creates an idea that anybody of any other gender can't be a part of Twitter mm like stand twitter when that's just not true and we assume that people are all girls when um that's just not the case you know and it maybe creates a less accepting environment than we would want Mm. what do you think um i think you summed it up pretty well i think that like yeah because it's i think it's pretty anonymous when you just have like a famous person's picture and then just like blah 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 for life or something i don't know like as you're um, header. So like, yeah, it's interesting that, um, I think I would assume most of them are female too, but that's just probably inaccurate, inaccurate, (laughs) inaccurate. Wow. It's great. (laughs) Um, so thank you, Amanda, for giving us this lovely voicemail. Um, and we have one lined up from Lucia for next week. So I'm excited for that. And anyone else who's a Patreon can send us a voicemail, and we would love to include it on the show. Okay, getting into news this week. We have a lot of good news, as we did last week. The first one is that Louis signed to Psycho. 
So he has finally signed, or it's been announced that he signed a record deal with Psycho. So he stayed with Simon. Um, and, and then in the US, he signed with Sony RCA. So Psycho is under Sony. Okay. But like, I think Psycho is in the UK and, and RCA is in the US. Mm-hmm. Um, as we know, Liam and Niall signed to Capital, so like went away from Simon. Um, and Harry stayed within Sony, um, but he signed to Columbia in the US. And then in the UK, he has his like own Erskine Records, which is like his own company. Um, but I know like when Simon was talking about like which boys he was like upset left him, Harry wasn't one of the ones he mentioned. So I think because like Harry stayed within like the family. And, like, oh, this sounds like own. a mob. I know. <laughs> I mean, it kind of is. It literally is. But um, I'm not surprised that Louis stayed with Simon. I no, think it like sense. Simon has become quite a good mentor to him, and like has been there for him for like obviously the last year has been really tough for Louis. Um, and I feel like he is supportive, and like Louis's done things like the um, X Factor judging with him and all that type of stuff. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad he's going to be working with someone who's, like, on his side and wants what's best for him. Um, and Louis commented on this and said, I'm very happy to have signed. I'm excited to be continuing my relationship with Psycho and also working with the brilliant team at RCA in the U.S. I've been working really hard in the studio and can't wait to show you what I've been writing. As always, I'd like to thank the fans for their unbelievable support. Cool. I can't wait. I literally can't wait. I, I hope it's soon. I know. At least another single soon. Like, like it's been a summer song, a summer jam. Yeah. It's been almost like six months since Just Hold On. Or it has been six months, I think. Um, well, that's understandable. Yeah. But But I'm ready, I'm ready for another song. And like a summer jam would be awesome. And he has that one with the girl. Who is it? What's her name? BB Rexa. Yeah. I think. Yeah, and that might be coming, I'm not really sure. But yeah, because she's, I think she, like, confirmed that it was happening, and, like, yeah. she's been talking about it, so. Yeah, so I'm excited about that, and I'm happy for Louis as well. Yep. Um, Harry announced that he's going on tour again. No, this is so stressful. I know. So, Harry is expanding his tour, I think it's the same tour, um, into 2018, and he added 56 more stops in Europe, Asia, North and South America, and Australia. Um, the openers will be Casey Musgraves, Leon Bridges, and Warpaint. I'm not sure who's where, but I would want Leon Bridges for We're mine. not getting them. Oh, Leon no? Bridges is in, like, I think South America. Warpaint is in Asia. Asia. And Casey Musgraves is in, like, all of North America. Oh. How about UK, though? That's where I'll be. Oh, I don't know. I declare. But, um, that's cool. And so this is good because Harry said he was... He, I mean, obviously he knew this was going to be happening as well, but maybe they were seeing how ticket sales did or like finishing planning the tour, whatever it is. Um, they didn't announce all the dates at once. Um, and these are arenas, right? I, I'm not sure. I think that's what I've been hearing. Yeah. I think they're probably bigger places. Yeah. Um, so that's good that more people will get to, um, go to Harry concerts. Um, Okay. The next one's Kara's thing. Go ahead, Kara. Okay, so um, Muna, or maybe Muna, was... No, Muna. Muna. Awesome. Okay, so like the moon. Muna was announced as Harry's opener for the U.S. and European tour dates um, for this year. Oh my god, this year. 
2017. Um, and this group is really cool because it's made um, up of three women, Kate Gavin, Josette Maskin, and Naomi McPherson, all who identify as queer. And I loved this quote from Naomi who said, it would have meant a lot to me when I was, say, 12, to know of someone in a band and think that they were cool and know that they were out. I'm out and I feel safe being out because of the three of us are a little army for one another. I don't feel... I don't feel afraid to be myself. That makes me proud to be queer. Um, so I love this, and I love that they're opening for Harry. I just think that also the fact that like he has a lot of like uh, f- like women opening for him is just like really cool because he gives them a platform to like get more fans and mm-hmm. just like you know just tour the world. Um, and they just released a, a full length album called About You in February of 2017. So go check that out. Um, and I haven't, like, Karen and I listened to a couple of their songs on the way to Boston, but I didn't really get to listen, like, and listen to the lyrics and stuff, but they sound cool. I watched a couple of their music videos, which were cool. Yeah, the music videos were really cool. And they just look really cool, you know? They just look like people who, like, are cool. I don't know how else to describe it, but, like... I'm excited about this. Yeah. And it's really, um, nice that Harry's... I don't know who picked them, but, like, obviously Harry... It's part of his decision to have, like, a queer group um, as their opener. And um, in the fandom, Harry's been, like, one of the most supportive of LGBTQ plus um, rights and, like, people and all that type of stuff. So um, I like this, like, showing his continued support. And, like, in the past when we've discussed, like, some of the, like, missteps that Harry makes in terms of politics or saying that he doesn't, you know, he doesn't follow politics too much... Um, I think, like, moments like these, you're just confirmed that while he might not be the most, like, politically educated, he has his heart in the right place and is trying to do good things, um, like, in his own way. Which doesn't, like, excuse the political stuff he said or whatever, but, like, it's also just good to acknowledge that, um, I think out of all the boys, besides Niall, who's kind of political on Twitter, um... Like, Harry is making efforts to, like, uh, increase acceptance and equality and things like that. Yeah, in, like, a tangible way. Like, this yeah. is a very, like, physical thing. Yeah. So, I'm really happy about that. Yeah. Then we have some news about Niall. He did a live lounge for BBC Radio 1. Um, One Direction did this near the end of their <laughs> uh, career, <laughs> I guess. Um, but they did a lot more songs. I know, Niall only did two. Yeah, Niall did Issues, which is a cover. Usually for live lounges, they do their own song and then a cover. Um, but I was looking through YouTube, and a lot of the people they have posted there have only done two songs. Oh. So, like, maybe that's a new thing. I used to think they did, like, three or four. yeah. Yeah. I don't really know if this is, like, the new way of it, but I like when they do more. Um, but, yeah, he did a cover of the song Issues by Julia Michaels. Um, and he did a Slow Hands, uh, he played Slow Hands, and then for another website or another radio thing, he did Slow Hands Acoustic, but I thought I'd chuck it in here, even though it wasn't part of the live lounge. Um, what did you think of his cover of Issues? I thought it was really cool, and I liked that he made it his own, um, just because... I mean, I always dig it when artists, like, take it, uh, take a song that's, like, completely out of the genre and, like, make it, he made it, like, folksy and, like, Mm -hmm. you know, guitar heavy, so I thought that was cool, and he sounded great. Yeah, and I love, like, 
knowing what songs artists pick to cover. Like, why did Niall choose Issues? Like, Yeah, I mean, he loves pop. Like, yeah, that's what's cool. Yeah, and you get to see how he makes it his own. And just, like, being a fan of other people's music, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I always like to see that. And then Slow Hands was good, too. We definitely noticed that <laughs> Niall, he wasn't playing the guitar, and because it was, like, in a enclosed studio rather than some of the live performance he's done with slow hands it felt like he didn't know what to do with his hands like yeah. go go back and watch the the live lounge version of slow hands like at some point he like starts playing an invisible air guitar and his hands like are just doing some funky things um and it was kind of funny yeah because i feel like we never see him without a guitar that much anymore yeah. so and, and i mean he has done slow hands without a guitar every time because he doesn't really play oh, yeah. guitar on it but the ones that I've seen, he was, like, in front of a big crowd, so he was, like, yeah. walking around the stage. Yeah. But this one, he's, like, stuck in a room, and there's no audience, <laughs> which I think is awkward in general, because yeah. you're not performing to any fans. You're just, like, performing to some dude with a camera. So, um, yeah, it was funny and cute that he, cute. like, needed a guitar in his hands. He felt, like, like itching for it. Um, And then Liam and Niall performed at... Capital FM Summertime Ball. This was Liam's first live performance um, of his new song, Strip That Down. And I thought he did such a good job. I was really impressed with it. Um, He had a whole bunch of backup dancers on stage with him, um, which is not something we've seen from Niall, Harry, or Louie when they've done their own songs. Um, It's always just kind of been them up there with the band. Um, But Liam had a whole crew of dancers which is, like, common to, like, Justin Bieber often in his performances has have a whole bunch of dancers up there um, or other different artists. Um, like, I know Taylor Swift and Lady Gaga and other people have dancers, too. Um, and Liam did some dancing as well, which I thought looked really good. And I'm excited to see more dancing from him. What did you think, Kara? I thought it was really good. And he, like, I'm glad that he did some dancing, too. It wasn't just, like, him walking around and just, like, giving the dancers whatever. Like, he did some. He was in, in, um, he was entwined in the choreography a little bit. Um, and it made it more interesting to, uh, watch, for sure. Um, and I thought he was pretty good. He had some smooth moves, you know? Yeah. I'm excited to see what he does. And even though, like, I don't love the song Strip That Down... I thought he, like, did a really good job singing it live. And I love the falsetto he does. I wish it was in the the recorded version. Yeah, he did a whole bunch of different note changes and stuff. So that was cool to see as well. Um, Speaking of Strip That Down, let's talk about the Strip That Down music video that came out. Um, I just kind of took notes on it. So this is kind of not going to be that organized. <laughs> um, but it came out recently. And... It was very much like he had dancers in it. He was dancing. There wasn't so much of a plot. It was more of like dancing in different scenery backgrounds, I Mm -hmm. guess. Um, And like singing and posing and like looking cool. Um, And I feel like that sort of fits the song. Yeah. Like what else? It would just be like a club music video. So it wouldn't be like aesthetically as pleasing. Yeah. It reminded me of like Pillow Talk had that same similar vibe. Um, But I think this one maybe had more dancing. Mm. Um, and I really liked the kind of, like, cool lighting that looked electric. Yeah, someone said it looked like a tanning bed. They were dancing in a tanning bed. <laughs> it kind of does. It does, though, yeah. Um, I didn't like so much the room background that had the palm tree and, like, the bed. That- I thought it was so cool. The palm, like, the palm trees were just, like, overtaking the room, and then there was, like, a broken computer in the background. It looked like it was a haunted plant setting, and I was, like, into it. <laughs> 
Um, and then there was this really cool block of orange and blue background. And like my favorite color combination. This is my favorite color combination. One of them. And they had dancers dancing in front of it, and that looked so cool. I really cool. liked it. The dancers were really, really impressive. Um, I always love when there's dancers in music videos because it's just showing how talented dancers can be. And it's so weird that, like, our society, like, really, like, singing is such a huge thing. But, like, dancing is not in the same way that singing is. Yeah, it's just, like, a backup to the singing. Yeah. Yeah. So I love just, like, the focus on the dancing. And they were really good. And, like, it goes with the song about, like, strip that down. But then you have these, like, professional dancers rather than just, like, two people grinding up on each other in a club. Yeah. Um, so that was cool. Especially, like, when the dancers were dancing beside the pink car. There was, like, a couple doing some really cool lifts and, like, twirlies and cool things. Um, and then we had a part where Quavo came in and Liam was just kind of, like, backing him up. like Being his hype man. Yeah, being the hype man in the background kind of mouthing along to the words, which I thought was cute. Um, and Liam did some dance moves in the actual music video. Um, I just really want him to push it further and, like, do more and practice and take lessons or something and get even better at yeah, dancing. Yeah, because I feel like he has, like, a really good, like, start. Like, yeah. Like, he has, like, it in him. Like, he's smooth, you know? I would love to see each of the boys trying to do what Liam did. <laughs> like They would. <laughs> I can't imagine Harry. <laughs> Harry has his Niall. own dance moves. Yeah. For sure. Harry never, like, takes himself, like, I don't know. He would just, like, make it funny. Yeah. But, like, Liam actually, like, tries, like, authentically. And I I think that's really cute. And, like, he does well. Yeah. Um, And then there were some really sweet moments when he sort of broke character and, like, smiled at the camera. Yeah. Um, So that was really sweet. Uh, Like, Liam has such a nice smile. I know. It just, like, warms my heart every time. Yeah. It's very, like, crinkly eye, like, super happy. Um, And that's the Liam I love. Okay, on the track of music videos, we never talked about Sign of the Times. I hope we didn't, and we're not just re-talking we about We really it. didn't, because when I, I was taking notes, I yeah. never said any of these. Okay, okay. Um, and if we did... Well, you get to enjoy us talking about it again. <laughs> but I know I never said any of this, so okay. this will all be new stuff. We may have, like, mentioned it, yeah. but we didn't, like, talk in depth about Sign of the Times. So we're going to do that now. Um... It's honestly been so long since the music video has been out. No. That just means you guys have all gotten, like, a real good feel of it. Um, and because we got all the video, or all the pictures and videos of Harry, like, dangling from the string on a helicopter. <laughs> string. <laughs> I feel like we've, like, known about this for so long. And then, like, seeing it go from the string dangle thing to... Um, like, where the CGI has, like, taken off the string and him floating around. God. Um, it's been a real journey. Where was it that, um, they showed, was it in the, um, Apple documentary where they yeah. showed, like, the fake toy and then the strung, yeah. the string broke? Yeah. That was a good time. That was one of our bonus episodes that we did recently that was available to everyone, and that was because we reached $100 yeah, we did a commentary. on Patreon. So we did a commentary of the Apple Music, um, Harry Styles behind the album, so you can go find that. It's on our iTunes or our SoundCloud. Um, so there's been a lot of differing opinions about this music video. I feel like it's quite polarized. Like, I've heard some where, like, people are like, wow, this is so artistic and beautiful. Um, and, like, I really appreciate it. Which is where I land. I kind of am on that side. And then the other side has been, like, this is kind of funny and, like, a bit of, like, a comical, like... It's, like, silly. Silly, which is where Kara lands. <laughs> I think that, like, I can appreciate, like, some of it as being pretty. But also I just feel like... 
it's ridiculous uh-huh. and hilarious. And, like, you have to... I can't believe Caitlin doesn't laugh when she watches it. Yeah, there's some funny parts, but, like, I guess I don't take it as, like, a joke. I don't think it was, like, meant to be a joke. Oh, I mean, I don't think it was, but it. I think it also, like, I don't know. Um, so we're going to balance that as we uh, do this commentary. But because I planned the episode, I just stuck serious things in here. So, Kara, you're going to have to, you know, pull that comical side out. Um... So, the music video starts with Harry walking around a field at sunset in a very princely-looking outfit. Literally, he could be a prince. Mm-hmm. Like, just um, wandering his land, just lost from home. Exactly. Um, he's wearing this navy pea coat with this, like, little British emblem-looking thing on it. Um, and he's got black pants and a thick, white, like, woolly sweater. It almost, it reminds me of Niall's outfit in the Night Changes. Wasn't he wearing, like, a white winter oh, yeah. sweater? Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's got these buckled black boots that have a little bit of a heel. And there's a lot of close-up on his, like, shoes because he's sort of walking around looking lost and the wind's blowing. And um, I really appreciated the part where he had his hands out to the side and they sort of start, like, vibrating almost, like, shaking as if, like, the wind's picking up and about to, like, swoop him off his feet. Um, and eventually it does, and he, like, sort of, like, raises a bit, then goes to the ground, and then, like, gets swooped up That's my favorite part of the music video. I think it's, like, so beautiful. I think, like, my favorite part of the music video is, like, when he's, like, close, like, on the ground, and, like, getting lifted off the ground, and, like, kind of just floating. Like, doesn't he, like, float where he's, like, laying down almost? Yeah. That seems way more natural to me. Um, and I wish, like, there was just, like, the floating was, like, more contained on the ground, because it would look more natural and artistic, in my opinion. Um, I noticed one thing I really liked about the whole music video is there's a lot of, like, well, there's a lot of close-ups on Harry's face and, like, him, like, looking over the popped collar and, like, doing all these really interesting expressions. Um, but in that, the camera, like, focuses in and out Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of sort of slow coming to focus, which, like, you almost, like, it's more dragged out than usual, like, fade to focus or whatever the hell they're called. Rebecca, my sister, probably knows all the technical words to this, but we're not film majors, so... Um, I thought that looked really cool. Um, and then just the scenery of Harry flying over the land, whatever the hell you think about Harry flying, whether it's comical or not, you can't disagree that the land and, like, the ocean with the freaking rocks and the cliffs looks so beautiful with the sunset. I just think it's such a pretty time of day and there's like birds flying and the clouds look so pretty. Um, I just like a perfect day. And I don't know how they did it because when you look at the freaking um, like footage of them. Yeah. yeah the like pictures, actually filming. It's like gray. It's gray out. So I don't know if they like got footage from like another day or maybe like we just got Poor shots of when it was like not so nice. I don't really know. But the sky looks so pretty in the thing. And just the whole lighting of it. Um, and, like, the scenery looked really pretty. I just think the only thing... The thing for me, Caitlin... Yes. Okay, so... The thing for me is that, like, I think the angle of which he is flying at is a funny angle. I just, like, wish that he, like, bounced it out so it's, like, straighter. Because he's, like, on an angle and he looks like he's being tugged along, which he is. But, like, I yeah. wish they could have just, like, somehow shifted him so he could be, like, floating at a more... Yeah, it's because the string was on his back, so he's, like, slightly yeah. leaned forward. Which is, like, 
looks silly to me. And I don't know if, like, if they had just done it completely CGI, it may have looked more realistic, which is weird to say because yeah. this was, like, actual footage. But just because of where he was being harnessed up, um, or, like, if they'd put the harness, like, on his waist rather yeah. than, like, coming from his back. Obviously, safety was first, <laughs> but, um... <laughs> Yeah, the angle could have been different. Yeah, that's that's only my that's um, my qualm. Your qualm. Um I also there's a lot of like him like going back and forth from him being on the ground to him being in the air. Um and to me at some points it really seems like he's almost looking up at himself because Harry on the ground is looking up at the sky. And it almost seems like there's two of him or, like, somehow he knows he's flying in the sky or something mm. like that. Um, but I thought that kind of, like, meta-ness was cool. Yeah, that was cool. I didn't realize that until you <clears throat> pointed it out. Yeah. Um, I like that. I also liked what you said about, like, when he was floating on his back a couple times throughout. Or, like, it almost, like, the ca- the way the camera worked, you couldn't tell so much where up was and down was. And it was mm. just kind of, like confusing which is how the song like works too because yeah. we're just like where are we like it repeats itself so it's like a circle and yeah i like i feel like the floating on your back like feels very witchy to me so yeah. I, I really like that part because it reminds me of also like um the little mix music video i think like they were floating or something i don't which know which one the uh black magic i think at some point or the, at least like the vibe of that music video gives mm-hmm. me floating on your back vibes mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah like like you can imagine someone being like possessed and like yeah, or just, you know, having magic in them. Yeah, that too. Um, I know people, including Kara and I, have been very enamored by the Harry running on water scene. I love it. Um, these were very, like... And then it's followed also by the rippling of the water when the helicopter gets super close. Because Harry's close to the ground and you can tell that the helicopter is, like... What are they called? Uh, Spinning? Like the... Pedals, but not pedals. <laughs> Propellers yeah. are. I say gyrating, but that's not the word we're looking for. <laughs> They're swinging their hips. What is the, what is the lyric? Swing that round for me. Yeah, they're swinging their thing round for the <laughs> helicopter. <laughs> um, but that looked really cool. So the combination of those, I felt, were very real. Like there were moments that were, they didn't even have to include in the music video, but they did. Like him getting close to the water yeah it's, it's almost like it like almost breaks it for you yeah but then it almost it, it's still also like surreal because it's like there you can't see the helicopter so it looks yeah. like harry's just doing that yeah so yeah i, I would have liked it to be more surreal mm-hmm. but maybe yeah i think that's like kind of like my i don't know i kind of wish it was like more produced and there was more like weird things I'm just thinking of, like, all the cool K-pop videos we watched, like, mm. um, BTS's uh, Blood, Sweat, and Tears, I think. Oh, my God. Everyone go watch that music video. It's so good. And it's just, like, they're in, like, this beautiful, like, um, art museum. And, like, there's a scene where someone's floating. And I'm just, like, if Harry was just in a beautiful art museum and, like, there was, like, different shots and, like, more. I don't know. And also, like, with music videos, you have a potential to wear a lot of cool clothing. Yes. And Harry only wore one outfit, so... Ooh, which is beautiful. Yeah, it looked great. God, now I'm just thinking about the stupid mask in that <laughs> outfit. It'll haunt you forever. It will. Um, I really love the scene with the waterfall. I thought that was really pretty. Mm. And he goes, like, really high over, over some, like, pointy, spiky rocks. That's where I'm like, how did they let him do this? I don't really know. Jeff Azoff, what the hell? Honestly. It looked terrifying. 
Um, I'd be crying. <laughs> You'd have to get a really far shot for me. Um, and then the sky gets really orangey. And then this was my favorite part. And it's when Harry's going up into the clouds, like, quite far up. And then at 5.03, he is really... There's a scene of him on the ground, like, smiling up to the sky. Mm. Like, he just... His whole face lights up. And it really is like he's watching himself it's as this, like, little black set like ascending into the sky Mm. Um, that was my favorite moment of the music video because I feel like there's just some cool inception or something happening there Um, and they really do like him as like the speck up in the sky it reminds me of Mary Poppins or like I don't know he just gets so distant whoa Jesus Christ Um, and it's also interesting I feel like the relationship of the music video to the lyrics makes a lot of sense Mm. Because we said with Sign of the Times, it's, there's, like, allusions to going to heaven and, like, going into space or, like, leaving Earth. Um, and Harry just physically, like, ascending into the sky, ascending into the heavens and the clouds. Um, so I, I think in that way it fits well and just sort of, like, we got to get away. And he's really just getting away and, like, leaving yeah, and it almost, like, gives, like, the peaceful vibe because he's, like, smiling at that mm-hmm. part and, like, it's so beautiful. So it's, like, kind of, like, I don't know, bittersweet. Do you think he's embodying, like, the child on the ground and then the mom in the sky? That's oh, his, like, shoot. idea of things. And, like, even though the mom is leaving, the baby's happy? Mm, maybe. <laughs> I mean, whatever it is. Or it could just be, like, an existential crisis where it's, like, both of you and you're, like, seeing your entire life flash before your eyes. Maybe. Let us know what your interpretation is. Um, or if he's just hanging around on a string. Yeah. Just chilling. Just chilling like a villain. Strawberry villain. Um, the last shot is really cool. He is up way up in the sky, and it looks almost like he's walking on the clouds. He's a little bit more upright, I think, at this point. Or, like, his legs I wonder if it was the, the stunt double, because it was really high. I know. Like, that or, like, was somehow unreasonable. I don't really know. <laughs> it really does. It looks like you wouldn't even be able to breathe up there. God. Um, but who knows? Maybe the clouds were really low. Um, so, yeah. Let us know what you thought of both of these music videos. Strip that down and Sign of the Times. What side did you lean towards for Sign of the Times? Did you think it was more comical or more artistic and cool? Um, we can do a poll. Yeah, we should do a poll. I feel like mo- most of our listeners have sided with you. Nice. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I can the see people in my both. family all agree with me. Rebecca really is like, wow, they could not have done something better. This is artistically perfect. Interesting. Um, and then, like, my mom thought it looked very Harry Potter-esque. Like, Harry was on a broom. <laughs> like Harry. Oh, Potter. yeah, I've seen those edits. Yeah, and so did my dad. So did Rebecca. But I didn't even think of that, honestly, until later. So when they, like, my mom, like, randomly texted me, like, Harry Potter on a broom or something. And I, like, literally had no idea what kind of context this was. But it was her trying to tell me that she'd watched the Sign of the Times music video. Oh, my God. I was very confused. But it makes sense now. Okay, so for our main discussion today, we thought we would go through Harry's performances on James Corden's Late Late Show. Um, and... We haven't talked about any of the James Corden stuff, which is very sad because it's, like, the best stuff, in my opinion. And Harry performed four times during his week-long stay at at the Late Late Show, and then he performed recently again when um, James Corden came to London for Late Late London, he performed on the roof. 
So we're going to talk about each of those performances. We're going to just kind of like play them and talk about them because there's things that um, we just won't remember. Um, like play them silently. Yeah, play them silently and talk about them. But you guys don't have to watch along with us. It's not yeah. like a commentary because we're going to be jumping around probably. Um, but the first one we're going to talk about is Sign of the Times. And um, honestly, this was like... I just thought this was one of the best times he's done Sign of the Times. And like comparing it to... Like, SNL, it's just so different, especially the ending, which is where, obviously, it gets hardest for, like, the vocals. Um, he he just got has gotten so much more confident. I don't think I would say he's, like, improved his singing because I think he was able, like, he practiced it a million times. Mm. I think it just has to do more with nerves. Yeah. Especially SNL, I think, was just, like, probably the most nervous. The fact that he, he could, could sing be. anything. Yeah. Like, I'm just thinking, like, when I'm really nervous and my vocals get, like, really, like... Shaky. Shaky. And, like, I just, like, choke. I literally yeah. am, like, just choking up there. Like, the fact that he could sing anything. I'm like, Sign of Times is such a hard song to sing. Yeah. Like, dude, you're amazing. Yeah. And this one, he just, like, keeps getting better and better. Um, so I'm gonna hit play. And, like, the fact that he knows exactly, like, when to, like, lean off the microphone, like, I think that that's, like, a big part, too. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, he knows, like, when he might not hit the note exactly as he wants to, so he, like, I just think, like, he's grown so much as a performer, like, since, like, when he was, like, 17 or something, mm-hmm. when he might not have known to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so the suit Harry's wearing for this performance, and what he wore on the first day of James Corden, is... Just impeccable. He's wearing a black suit that has... It's black? Yeah, what, what color would I feel you like say it looks it like it's, like, blue. Like, uh, a teal. Mm, I don't think it is. Is it just, like, the... It's just the lighting. Did you watch the other stuff from this day? Oh, I don't know. Um, Interesting. Anyway, he's wearing this suit that has rainbow colored sort of like shiny patterns all over yeah, it looks like it's silk yeah silky like patterns and you can tell it's rainbow like almost like glistens with Ooh, like like oil spill yeah it very Maybe much that's why i think it looks blue because it's like very like because it's like shiny yeah and i think it's flared legs it's hard to mm-hmm, tell right it is, here I think. um i mean what a beautiful suit honestly like it's like it's like florally um, patterns all over in these it looks rainbow like, colors. It looks like, um, sort of like older Japanese art. Yeah. It's, it's really, really cool. Um, I'm, this was one of my favorite ones he's worn. Cause like, it's kind of, it's not like super bam. But it's so intricate. Yeah. And like the detail is really stunning. Yes. Um, and the setup for this show. So I was telling this to Kara the other day is that, when you go wait outside for SNL, which a lot of the fans did, um, you don't have a guarantee of actually getting into the show um, because depending on how many people who, like, have tickets or, like, how many friends of, like, the people actually performing or whatever show up. Um, so fans didn't even get to go into this show, uh, which is sad because they probably waited a lot. For, like, days. <laughs> yeah. Um, but... The next performance, you'll see that there's a ton of fans standing around Harry because even though they weren't able to come on for the main show, um, they were invited in when Harry was going to perform. So here you don't see any fans standing around him, but when you see the next performance for Carolina, there's a ton of fans standing all around, which is nice. Um, 
and yeah this this stage is just set up you have to like compare each of his different setups i feel like this one's the normal one for like the late late show um, there's like a subtle like red um backing to it which like makes sense because that's like the sign of co- the times sign, yeah but i also just love the way it looks with the blue or like the whatever color his suit is mm-hmm. and um his band is wearing red suits um i also love claire his pianist's um like roughly sure i think it's so cool maybe it's one of harry's it might be like i feel like they all like share things Cause, like what yeah. mitch is wearing right now looks like the suit that harry wears the next day i know it's not because it doesn't have the um stripe. stripe but it looks like it is yeah and and um adam's in a red suit as well We're, we taught ourselves the difference between adam and alex because they're both in the freaking band apparently yeah so last episode i got confused because i said oh alex salabian and then i googled alex salabian and for some reason in the shot that comes up on google it's john newman it's it says it's alex salabian but it's not it's john newman so alex salabian is the person who's in harry's band he's the one who um like plays the guitar and does some of the, like the sound effects. So like he's the one who does the tea kettle sound. So inside of the time. So if you watch him, he presses like a piano that has like a special effect mm-hmm. button. And then Adam Pentergast, is it Pentergast? I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, he plays the bass all the way to the left, and he's the one who has a wife that Harry commented on, who's like bad at being an audience member. He said because what? she always like points at like makes jokes or something oh um and they have two kids and i that's the one who like knew Lou teasdale or like is friends with Lou teasdale the wife of adam so then we have adam alex claire the pianist um sarah, sarah the, drummer. the drummer and mitch the like lead guitarist and nice. harry the lead vocalist <laughs> <laughs> and yeah so I thought this performance was so good. He really just hit all the end notes. He um, killed it. Literally, it's like perfect. Um, His hair is all over the place. It's he just it's very emotional. His yeah. hair is emotional. Yes. You know, it fits the tone. It does, and like his facial expressions. Like whenever I think about like, um, uh, like on American Idol, one of the comments, like all the judges would be like, "You have to put your emotions mm. into it." Like, have you ever felt like this before? Like, pick a song that means something to you. And I feel like Harry's super, super good at, like, emoting what he feels. Like, just, like, with the way he's, like, the way his eyes squinch and, like, how he reaches those notes and, like, just everything. His, the different looks he gives. Mm. He's just, and it, it changes per song. So, like, in Carolina, he gives a lot of sort of smirky looks. And, like, two ghosts, that's not going to be the same case. Like, he um, feels everything so deeply. Yeah. Like, when he's singing, it's so crazy. Like, he's performed Sign of Time so many times, but the fact that he still gives this very emotional, like, harrowing, raw performance, it's so mm-hmm. wild. Like, he just gives it every single time. Yeah. And, like, I feel like he thinks that, like, audiences deserve the best every single time, and I'm just like, Harry, like, what a man. Seriously. And I'm starting to get to know, too, like, Harry's... I mean, not starting to get to know because we've seen them with One Direction, but, like, solo Harry's certain dance moves. Like, yes. he does a lot of, like, I don't know how to describe it. The little he, penguin move. Yeah, when you, like, penguin or, like, flex your hands backwards. He does a lot of, like, sort of this, like, fist pumping. Not like this. What does he do? He does, like, or whatever. Yeah, like. Fist pump thing. To the ground. Yeah. <laughs> There's just some things that I can just imagine someone who's going to be imitating him in 50 years will like yeah do incorporate these dance moves into 
Um, or not even, like, I feel like, like their people, interpretation. I feel like he's going to be, um, into, like, uh, what's it called? Mimicked on SNL. Singing. Yeah, probably. Um, okay, so moving on to Carolina, unless you had anything else about Sign of the Times. Um, so Carolina is the next song he performed. Um, this has a similar, um, setup as the other one, but now you can see all the fans are there right, um, with Harry, which is nice to see. Um, he's playing the guitar in this one and wearing, like, a maroon suit with a white shirt quite unbuttoned. And... No boobs, though. No boobs, no sadly. Um, and he has red maroon pants on that match, but they have a, like, golden stripe down the side, and he's wearing, like, these... Are they, like, wedged? These silver shoes. Oh, they are wedged. wedged. Oh, no, no, they're not. Look. How? If you look at the other shoe, they're not. Uh Oh. Oh, it looks like it's wedged yeah. there. Um, but they're these silver boots that look like they have, like... Embroidery, like, flowers on something, them. Something, yeah, something patches or, like, something attached to them. Um, and it's, like, sort of a straight-legged pant with the big gold stripe. I love the gold stripe. Me too. Um, and he's mixing gold and silver, so who says you can't do anything, right? Is it silver or white? Same thing. Which? The shoes? The shoes, yeah. I have no idea. They look silver, yeah, you, We don't get really good close-up on them, which is sad, because I want to see them. I'm sure um, Harry Styles Fashion Archive or, like... Mm, you're right, you're right. Harry wore what have posted I'll them. I'll go hit them up. Yeah. And also, these fans are so close to him. Literally so close. And, like, there's not even a stage, really. And here you, too, can see that he has this, like, footboard that he uses. Um, and you'll see sometimes he hits it with his oh. foot. Like, based on, like, what type of guitar stuff he's doing. Professional like, Harry Styles. I know. Oh my really God. cool. Harry knows what he's doing. <laughs> Seriously. Um, and so let me just keep playing this. So this is Carolina. So it's much more upbeat. He's, like, smiling at the crowd. He's being kind of, like, cheeky. Put it's that It's a away. totally different vibe than um, Sign of the Times, which was, like, quite serious and emotional. Doesn't his hair look completely different? Like, I know... I was going like- to say it looked the same. <laughs> For some reason, I think it's maybe just, like, more styled. Maybe. Um, but I love uh, Alex's shirt. It looks like the one that Niall wore to the Summertime Ball. Yeah. I don't think it's the same exact one, but it looks similar because it has, like, the Japanese wave on it. Yeah. You can see their whole outfits are just more vibrant. They're so cool. Like, like what's her name? Claire. <laughs> Claire is wearing, like, a dress that it's has so flowers. Beautiful. Huge flowers all over it. I love that dress so much. Uh, I want to share. Mitch is wearing, like, this yellow outfit. Oh, I didn't even realize. Oh, yeah. Mitch, you're killing it, baby. <laughs> Literally, they all just, their outfits are so It's very, cool. like, vibrant and bright, which I, I yeah. think goes with the song so well. Yeah, it really does. It just the whole vibe of the song is really upbeat and fun. See, that was when he hit something. Did you oh, see? Oh, no. I'll show you. Thanks. You can just subtly see he looks down oh, yeah. and leans and moves his hey, leg. Hey, Harry. Um, it's like, I don't know what he's doing with that footboard, <laughs> but like changing something on the guitar. Or I want to see Mitch's entire outfit. Something. I know. Like, sadly, because the fans are there, it gets blocked. Give me Mitch's OOTD. Sora slit. Oh, black pants. Oh, okay. With this yellowy, billowy top. That's a beautiful top, Mitch. It is. I wonder a if Harry picked it yellow. up. Maybe. I want them to go shopping together. Oh Thrift shopping with Mitch and Harry. Yes. With Hitch or Mary. Which we've decided as their ship names. Yeah. Which is great. They're both about marriage, so... What was the, um... Oh, it was Kiwi, or, or which was it? That, um, Harry was literally going insane and Mitch was just standing yeah. there stoically. Oh, <laughs> so good. Literally. Um... 
I, I literally am boiling right now. I can't imagine how they dance in these suits. I, I wonder don't what know. the temperature is in there. <laughs> like, I can't imagine. And the fact that Harry, like, when he gets sweaty, he just gets dewy. I'm so angry. <laughs> I just, like, I need to go buy a cleanser right now because my skin is not looking great. And I'm just angry looking at Harry's skin and how good it is. It's so hot in here, guys. Literally. Um, but, uh, this looks good. And, like, you can see the lights are, yeah. like, pumping on and off with the song. Um, it probably follows some sort of beat. We can't hear it, though, because we're just going on visuals. Um, but I really like those sort of flower-shaped lights in the background. They look really cool. Um, I feel like Harry's just super passionate in these performances. Look at him. Oh, sticking that freaking thing in his mouth. The little, what's it called? Yeah. Um. Yes, hunty. I brought that word into my vocabulary as an ironic... It was an I, I just ignore me. That what was does a, that mean? I'm gonna tell you off air. <laughs> okay. It was an ironic thing, and I meant it as a joke, and then it became a part, and I don't want it. I can't pull it off, so just ignore me, please. Say honey. You always used to say yes, honey. Yeah, that's don't, that's don't, what I know. Don't don't ruin a good thing. It. God. Okay, moving on to his third performance, which was two ghosts. Now this one, he. Has performed two ghosts before, but with his band. This one was completely solo. Harry up with an acoustic guitar. He's wearing this white ruffly pirate shirt that has ruffles around the collar and the sleeves. And then some, like, black formal pants and some black boots. He literally looks like he's a waiter coming around to serenade you in, like, Rome. Or, because, like, those, um intricate rugs also look like he is a pirate who like needs to make a few like buckaroos what are those called balloons what are those called the golden galleons i don't know that's from harry Potter. i don't know what like what i'm thinking of what is it booty no pirate booty bur, bur, bucka. i don't know something Buckaroo is a word it's not but it's not that <laughs> his he needs to make a few gold coins before going off and setting sail so he's like you know, setting up shop somewhere. It's really beautiful. This whole setup is beautiful. The lighting is so perfect. The There's carpets. this one picture that I'm sure everyone has seen of this this picture, of this performance, and it's just the light is so beautiful. Like it's it looks golden like golden on him. It looks like angels have like set this lighting up. And it reminds me of that fan shot where he's like hugging the fan, and the lighting was just like perfect. Remember that one? It's like the best fan shot that's ever happened. He was mid-hug with the girl. He had his, like, little cap on, and the light was just hitting them perfectly. Like, if you were to have a picture with Harry Styles, that would be the one that you wanted. I'll try to think of that one. I don't know. Um, That'd be hard to Google Harry Styles' perfect lighting. Literally, it's probably Googleable. Let me see. <laughs> Let's see. Harry Styles fan perfect picture hug. What? <laughs> Let's see if it comes up. Mm, no. Harry Styles hugs a fan. It was just so perfect. I don't know how else to describe it to you. Okay. Um, I'm sure it'll come up one day. If I had more time to search, I'd be able yeah. to find you. Um, and then this is way different than some of the other performances, because as we said, it was just him standing up there playing the guitar. So you really get to see him. Like, he's the one playing the guitar, doing the music. He can do it alone, you know? He doesn't have to have the band with him. That's so wild. Just, like, watching his, like, fingers move. Like, he mm-hmm. knows what he's doing, dude. Honestly. What the heck? It's really cool. Um, and he does a, a lot of cool changes up because this is way more acoustic than the other versions. Um, my favorite part was when he does, like, the little O's. Um, 
it just sounds really raw and it gets just very musical for a bit and then he comes in with like some ooh oh's or whatever the hell um and I just can't imagine the pressure of like messing up everyone would be able to hear you messing up so I feel like if you got a whole band going like if you miss a note or like misstep then it sort of gets lost um but like him up here by himself doing this He's just doing it all. And the the board, I feel like that's a... What are those called? Like, the sound uh, softeners. In the background, there's, like, up on the wall, there's... Um, when they, like, absorb the sound. Yeah. Um, but on, the like, the little knots or whatever, like, the there's, like, lights. So it looks like stars in the background. I don't really know what, if I'm describing it properly. Oh, I know what you mean. Okay, now I see. Yeah. Um... Oh, this is the best part. <laughs> uh, so Harry, uh, when he says heart, he pauses for a really long time. Like Looks, looks at James Corden, yeah, probably. <laughs> looks around and like sort of makes a funny face um, and then comes in for beat. And I was just imagining if he did like this during um, like a concert, that would be some time when like fans would scream to get him to like finish it or something. Yeah, I feel like he's going to really ham it up during um, uh, concerts and just like like literally... 12 Wait, minutes, yeah. like, run around yeah. or something, and then come back with beat. Yeah, I, feel I feel like, like it could yeah. go to the extreme like that. God. Um, I'm excited for it. I want to see how his performances, like, in concert differ. Like, the ones in the fall will differ from, like, the, the charity concerts he's done so mm-hmm. far. And then also the ones next year at an arena versus, like, a small stage mm-hmm. will be different. Mm-hmm. Um because, like, perhaps the ones in the fall are only going to be, like, the 12 songs. We don't know. And That's then, like, true. the other one could be 20-something songs. We really don't know. Yeah. Because um, he literally could release another album by then. I doubt it. I doubt it, too. It would but be maybe less an EP. than a year. Oh, yeah, you're right. Um, 2018 sounds so far away, but it's not actually that yeah, far. It's only, like, six months away. We're getting into Kiwi. Wow. Okay. Y'all. So... Let's move on to Kiwi. This, I think, was most people's favorite performance from the ones he did with James Corden. Yeah, it was my favorite, too. Um, Okay, here we go. Literally, this one... I mean, every time he does Kiwi, he just puts everything into it. But the outfit, I am so obsessed with. This was my favorite outfit he wore. It's this green jumpsuit that, like, is pinstriped it's got these sort of crossover buttons in the front um almost like peacotus with like the double-breasted buttons um and the sleeves of it come up three quarters length and they're rolled and the inside lining of the jumpsuit has like gold patterning on it yeah i didn't realize it's like paisley yeah which comes out when you roll the sleeves um it's just oh my god and it's sort of like baggy-ish and like loose fitting on him and high-waisted looking and he's got like high heel heel boots on um i mean it is just such a good look oh that pose when he puts it like his hand on his waist and like crosses his legs over so iconic literally iconic and there's pictures of him in that pose i hope he continues to do that pose and he does a lot of pointing here the moves he does in kiwi and then driving me crazy he does like the crazy loopy Mm -hmm. around the head thing um just really goes all out on these performances. And you can see the setup of the um, the stage, too. It's got, like, uh, sparks, blue sparks, like, flying in the background. I know, like, they're so close to the band. I don't understand. 
I have no idea. And the lighting's completely different. There's, like, rows of lights that sort of, like, light up consecutively and, like, make it really flashy. Yeah, it's crazy. It's it's such, like, a rock performance. And he, yeah. Harry's just going wild. I wish I could see everyone else's outfit better. Yeah. I, you can't because it's, like, flashing all around. But it, like, goes with the vibe. Cause Mitch just... is wearing a light blue suit. That's is that what it is? That's all okay. I can see. Um, nice. Um, but yeah, it's really wild. And the way the camera people are doing it too fits the song. Like they're going zooming in and out and in and out, which wasn't the case for all the other performances. Mm-hmm. But because this one's so wild, it really fits the vibe. Um, oh, this is the best part when he's changing up the lyrics. I mean, the, for the actress one. Yeah. When he's just like saying it. Yeah. And he's sitting there posing with his hand on his hip. Yeah. God. Um, I just, he just really gets into the song, which is very much appreciated. And also, when he, like, bends down or does the little, like, what's it called? Falls he, to like, his kneels. knees. Yeah. Um. He gets up really easily, too. It's, like, effortlessly. Yeah. Like, and this, I- this is, too, when we were saying, like, Mitch is literally standing there, like, playing his guitar, like, solemn, and Harry's, like, on his knees, Gosh. jumping around, like, doing all this crazy stuff. And again, the facial expressions that Harry has during these performances, they just fit so well. It's a bit cheeky, it's really intense, um, and just his body language, like, emotes the entire song. You can't say he's, like, not performing and putting emotion in it. And he just ends it, like, putting his hands on his hips, like, ugh, just This is an iconic outfit, like, you know what I mean? Like, this is just, like, such, like, out of the ordinary of what a male star would wear. Yeah. And the posing he's doing too. Like people might be like, oh, that's so feminine or whatever, which is just stupid because you can't like pose your body. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I just, I love it. And I hope those moves stick with him with Kiwi um, because I need more of those poses. (laughs) And I want more of the jumpsuits, honestly. Like jumpsuits were a really big thing back in the 70s for like, Mick Jagger wore a bunch of them. Um, what's his name? Wore a bunch of them. Bowie. Bowie wore a bunch of them. Yeah. And um, they're, like, iconic in the museums now and stuff. So I also wonder how much of these, like, outfits mm. will end up in museums. Very interesting oh my to God. think about. Our hair museum. Yeah. Honestly, we need to jump Our on that museum. before someone else does. Museum. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mary. No, that's already the Hitch Mary thing. We'll have a Mitch museum, too. Oh. It's fine. Yes. Um... So, what were we saying? I don't know. Yeah, just, I hope he brings back ju- more jumpsuits. He could wear a, um, romp him. Yes. <laughs> I, I saw someone wearing a romp him, um, yesterday at Pride. They worked it. Yeah. That's awesome. Or just a romper. Yeah. You don't need to say yeah. romp him. <laughs> you can just call it a romper. Yeah. Um, okay. And then we have the last performance, performance which is the one he did this week. Um, on for Late Late London, where he performed on the rooftop, which was cool, and he did two ghosts again, but unlike the version that he did um, when he was on James Corden, this, he had his whole band there with him. Which, like, switches up significantly. Yeah, it really does. What did you think of him choosing to do two ghosts again? I mean, I would have liked him to do a different song, I think. Yeah. But I'm glad he didn't... I'm glad he changed it up and did it a different way, but I would have loved to hear him do From the Dining Table. Yeah. Or any... What other songs didn't he He do? He hasn't done Woman. Yeah, Woman would have been great. He didn't do Only Angel. Although I think that, like, From the Dining Table would be great because it wasn't, like... um, Woman is something I think that you'd want a crowd, crowd, but, like, From the Dining Table, like, intimately on a roof, I think would have been beautiful. Yeah, that would have fit really well. Or, like, um... 
uh, what's it called? Meet Me in the Hallway could have been up there. Because mm, he hasn't cool. done that one either. Yeah. Sad. Maybe um, he didn't want to say he played with himself on <laughs> James Corden's show. Perhaps. You could change it, though. What would he change it to? Played with a fidget spinner till noon. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We need, like, a stupid, but, uh, like, a, a TV-appropriate one or whatever. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's check out this one where he's on the rooftop. He looks so beautiful. I want him to form, really like, in does. a castle. It, the background that they have, like, the time of day that it is. It's stunning. Like, the sun has seemed to have just set, and the sky is just kind of, like, blue, and it's, like, just the whole, the whole thing is really, really beautiful. And also, because, like, his suit is, like, a blue velvet so like just like the entire thing is so blue and like is it blue or green his suit looks blue okay (laughs) maybe it's blue (laughs) the lighting throws me off so much now it looks a lot more blue i thought it looked green for a second but did he already wear the green did he wear green velvet before i don't know i think so i think on oh yeah now it looks more blue and it has the stripes up the side too Mm -hmm. um and there's Big Ben in the background and, like, the, the eye. eye. Yeah, so just, like, all the iconic... London things. Yeah, like, they really... They couldn't have picked a better spot. I wonder what building they're on. I have no idea. <laughs> like, the side of the roof. And then it's also really funny because um, no one else is up there besides, like, the person doing the camera and then Harry's band and James Corden. <laughs> and so, James like, Corden looks like he's on security detail. Yeah. The camera, like, spins so you see the full band because Harry's performing almost to his band because the background is the skyline. Um, so, like, he's facing his band, which is what he's done for, like, the Apple Music documentary yeah, and, like, some of true. the other performances he's done. So it's not, like, weird. Um, but what was the point where, like, um, we were like, it's so funny because there's no fans or something. And like, oh, that's at the end when James. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, but this performance, this one is, I mean, he's still playing the acoustic guitar. Um, but he has performed it this way before. So it wasn't so different Unlike the, um, other version. Cause like, where else has he performed two ghosts? Has he performed it on a show before? Maybe not. No. Because we've just seen, like, so much con- concert footage yeah. that looks like... Also, his his eyelids are sweaty, so he looks like he's doing the trendy, like, glossy lid. Yes, um, Harry. So, that looks cool. I'm also, like, I wish I could see, like, from afar, a distance, like, what the camera person is doing. Because, yeah. clearly, it's doing something cool, because, like, they're going, getting all these cool angles. Like, it, but I don't understand, like, how. I don't know. It must be, like, on a track, It too. must be, because it's so, like, smooth. Yeah. But they get so up close to Harry. Yeah. I'm sure they're, like, zooming. Zooming, yeah. But it's so clear, too. Um, I also like Harry, like, faces out to London. It's not like there's fans below, I don't think. Maybe there are, but we just can't see them. But you can't hear them at all. Um, I wonder how they kept the location secret. It must be so cool to be performing, like, on a roof. Yeah. I I love a good roof. What a perfect vibe for the song. Yeah. This looks very lovely. (laughs) We yawned so much in this episode. It's been a long weekend, you guys. What else is there to say about this? Oh, they've put, like, um, lights, fairy lights, or, like, bigger lights all around the railing Ooh, of, like, yeah. um, the edge of the building that they're standing on, which is really cool and looks really pretty. Um, and what else? 
<laughs> Harry's rings look nice. I don't get how he plays with all those rings on. I feel like it might be annoying, especially because, like, as you put more rings, it, like, spreads your fingers more and more. I don't know. I mean, he has just big hands, so. Yeah. And big maybe, hands, big heart. <laughs> maybe because um, it's on his right hand, that's the one that's doing the strumming, so he doesn't need to move yeah, them as much, true. and there's only, like, one ring on the other hand. I feel like these pants don't fit him right in the back. I know, yeah. It almost looks like a diaper. I don't, I don't really know what's going on there. <laughs> maybe it's just, like, the way the uh fabric is crinkling but it looks kind of funny (laughs) um but besides that he looks really nice yeah i love the blue yeah okay let's jump forward a bit okay this is so this (laughs) this at the very end james is like congratulating harry and then like saying like really excitedly like like so much thank you like check out whatever whatever the hell he says but it's just it seemed really weird because there was no one up there besides like the cameraman. Yeah. Usually he's saying you it hear to, like, the crowd like cheering. A full audience. And also it looked like he was like five seconds away from making out with Harry, but like he always does. So <laughs> yeah, during the carpool karaoke, there were a number of times I thought they were gonna kiss, and I think Harry thought they were gonna kiss at one point too because he sort of like went into it and then like backed off. <laughs> oh my god. We're gonna do the carpool karaoke part at some point. Yeah. Um, but there's just so much James Corden content from the whole week, so we're gonna have to spread it out. Um. But, yeah, that was it. This has been, like, a semi-shorter episode, but that's okay, because we've done a lot of long episodes in the past. Yeah. And um, it's hot, y'all. It's really hot. Um, but let us know what you thought about all of those performances. Did you like the two ghosts where he did acoustic better or the one that he did on the rooftop better? Um, how much did you love the Kiwi performance? <laughs> um, if it's not so much. Do you think Sign of the Times is funny or artistic or both? Yeah. So true. Um, leave us all your feedback. Um, we love to hear what you think of the show. Let us know what song you want us to do a lyrical analysis from first from Harry's album, because we haven't even gotten to one yet, which is an abomination in my mind. But there's just been so much freaking content. And I'm sure, like, next week, Louie will drop his song and we'll be like, God, oh, I gotta do this one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening to episode 101 of Talk Direction. You can go follow us on Twitter at talk underscore direction. You can email us at talkdirection at gmail.com. Go to our Tumblr, which is talkdirection.tumblr.com, or our Instagram, which is just talkdirection. And you can follow us individually on Twitter. I am at Caitlin I.R. Foster, and Caitlin is spelled C-A-I-T-L-I-N. And Kara, where can they find you? I'm Kara underscore pond, and Kara is with a C. And make sure if you want some extra bonus content and videos and all that stuff that we talked about at the beginning of the show, the tag videos we did about summer and being best friends and the Q&A, you go to patreon.com slash talkdirection, which is p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash talkdirection for all the bonus footage and bonus content, slow hands and strip that down, lyrical analysis. It's all over there. Um, and we really appreciate your support. Um, it means a whole bunch to us. Uh, you can also rate and review us and subscribe on iTunes. We're also on SoundCloud, so if that is more for you, go check that out. Um, I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kara. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time for episode 102. Bye! Bye! Tell me something, tell me something you don't know nothing, just pretend.